On today's episode, we're going to take a quick look at the stocks that I have purchased in the past three weeks. And after we take a look at, at every stock that I bought, I'm going to take a look at a few companies and do a, a small stock analysis just to see why I bought these companies. So let's get started. All right, so here we are in Excel. I exported all my data from my brokerage account. And right now we're going to take a look at all the activity in my brokerage account. One thing you're going to see is all of these are purchased stocks. And to be honest, since in the past three weeks, and it actually it's been a long time since I have sold any positions out of my portfolio. So right now, all these are purchased stocks. And right now, for the past three weeks, I have purchased about $2,800 in, I have deposited about $2,800 into my stock account. And I have used it in these account, in these stocks. So we're gonna see right now, my portfolio is, this Excel sheet is actually sorted by symbol of portfolio uh, of companies that I bought. So everything is in order and I've actually co color coded it color coded as well and we're going to see my most earliest buys like i mentioned are three weeks ago so it's going to be april 20th and my most latest are going to be today may 8th and this is just a follow-up to my previous video i did about three weeks ago where i took a look at the companies that i bought three weeks prior to that so i'm just keeping up that train to show what companies i'm buying and like I mentioned, I deposited about $2,800 into my account. This is a, in the past three weeks. This is a little bit more than I normally do. On a weekly basis, it's 100% guaranteed that about $400, $420 go into my account, goes into my account after my paycheck. So I, I think I, I put about an extra $1,200, $1,300 into the stock market than I normally do. But that's just because I see a lot of opportunities right now and I wanted to proceed and take my cash. So out of the $2,800, I bought the following stocks. So I bought about $150 of Uber. I bought about $700 of Spotify. And that's one of the companies we're actually going to take a look at today. It's one of my biggest positions. And one thing, guys, these company, these are not my current position size on these companies. Some of these companies, I'm just adding on to positions. And certain companies, I'm actually, I'm actually just opening a position. For example, Spotify, it did take, I take, I took about 700 into it. That is a new position I'm opening. Um, KRE, which is a financial ETF. I ended up, uh, I, I did about $300. That's another company we're going to talk about today. Southwest, I put about $50. Raytheon, I put a $150. Microsoft and MasterCard and Nerd, I put about $100 in each. Nerd is an ETF about video games. It's a e video game ETF, and I'm very bullish. If you're gonna see it, I'm very bullish in clouding companies. I'm very bullish in esports companies. And they're pretty bullish in companies like Spotify, where it's more of a consumer uh, a consumer product, and they, they have some crazy growth. Next, uh, another company we're gonna take a look at, which is another entry position, IBM. IBM, I entered with about 425. Intel Core, I put about 100. Dropbox is another entry position that I actually am gonna talk about. This is 250. And then Disney, I put $100 in. Delta Airlines, about put 45. Berkshire is one that I should have done it because I put about $330 in it, so it's actually more than Dropbox but i've actually done berkshire a lot so I, i'm actually gonna skip on that one right now and not talk about it today and then with google i put a hundred dollars so like i said most of these companies are actually just adding onto my current positions um and pretty much uh, i think i'm only going to talk about my intro positions which is going to be spotify kre ibm and dropbox 
And if you guys don't know, I'm I'm pretty much do a stock analysis video on a daily basis. And most of these companies actually have a video. So if you guys want to check out my channel, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the small channel out so much. And I appreciate all the support. All right. So the first company we're going to take a look at is IBM. And IBM, compared to its all-time high, this company is still down about 21%. But if we take a look at when I bought, I bought this company in April 21st. So compared to April 21st, I'm pretty sure I'm up a little bit, maybe not by much. And like I said, I am here for the long-term game. So even though I did see a 5% gain in IBM there, these are companies I'm expected to hold for at minimum a year, unless some dramatic changes change, um, some dramatic things to their business changes. But I, I, even saying a year feels like such a short time. This is are probably companies in theory is I'm hoping to hold for over five years. So why am I bullish on IBM? First, let's take a look at this company's earnings results. This company reported quarter one non-cap earnings per share of $1.84. This is one of the few companies that we're going to see that's actually making money for investors in the form of earnings per share. Some of the other companies later on are pretty much just growth companies and they don't have positive earnings per share at the moment, but I will talk about why I invested in them. Revenue for this company was $17.5 billion and this is about 3.5% down revenue compared to same time last year. So you might be like, Jose, why the heck are you investing in a company that's seeing negative revenue compared to same time last year? And one thing that I mentioned early on in this episode is I am pretty bullish in the clouding companies. And IBM is a company that's actually pretty big in cloud. Cloud revenue for this company was actually up 23% compared to same time last year with constant currency and it's up to $5.4 billion. So close to one third, I want to say, right? A little bit close to one third of this company's revenue comes from clouding and clouding is is increasing by double digits. So that actually makes me pretty bullish on IBM. There are other reasons. And let's just take a look right here. Right here first, I'm taking a look at IBM's annual growth. And one thing about IBM is IBM consistently loses revenue, is, has seen a decline of revenue. And that to me is usually a red flag. And you might be like, Jose, you just talked about this. Why are you you only investing in companies with revenue growth? Why are you investing in, in, in IBM? Like I mentioned, right, clouding and not just that. So there are other things that have happened inside the business that I'm actually pretty bullish about. IBM did the most recent acquisition and it actually closed just the mid of last year. On July 9th, 2019, this company finally closed the the acquisition that it bought with Red Hat. And Red Hat is a strong clouding software um, company that I think is going to help elevate this company's clouding revenue for the future. And I do think this was a great buy for for IBM. Maybe I'm not 100% sure if the valuation was good, if they got it at the great price, but this company will be one that will help elevate that 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 clouding revenue for this company. The second thing I am bullish about IBM is this company just had a new CEO. Looking at past information of prior CEO, the prior CEO did not even make it to quarterly transcripts. Like he did not go to quarterly earnings call. What kind of CEO does that? And that kind of threw me through a bad taste, but the new CEO actually came in April 6th. And based on how he's acting right now, I do think management is a strong, it's a strong 
way to see where management where the company will go and at the moment the ceo like i said he's only been at the ceo for for like a month but this guy has been in ibm as an engineer for a long time and he was promoted to senior vice president in 2015 so he knows the ins and outs of the companies next let's take a look at a quick valuation of this company for companies that make money and are not a heavy grower i like to take a look at forward pe ratios so if you're not making if you're not growing revenue ridiculously i want you to be at least making money so in december 2021 this company is expected to make 12 dollars 42 that gives this company a forward pe ratio of 9.76 to me that's actually pretty cheap i'm actually uh, especially for a company that i consider that i'm bullish in a clouding segment and i'm seeing their clouding segment increase by double digits that to me gives me a, a good a good taste and that's my main reason for entering ibm the next company we're going to take a look at is Dropbox. And Dropbox had a nice earnings. And this company, if we take a look at the past six months, if we don't take a look at that peak, it was some crazy peak. Let's take a look at the at this highlight. This company is up about 10% compared to where it was just when this whole COVID-19 started to happen. And unfortunately, I just started, I just picked up this company. So I'm pretty much a little bit on the right because I bought earlier this morning and I think I'm about 2% down on the company. But again, this is nothing for me. I, I, I'm here for five, five, 10 years. The first thing I really like about Dropbox is its market cap. This company's market cap is less than $10 billion. So this company, if it grabs a lot of more, more customers, this company's market cap can increase. This can actually, I can see Dropbox being at least a three bagger or even a four bagger and that means that in the future this company would at least return four times of my value again i I'm, I'm not a professional so this is this is just my thoughts and i could be completely wrong but with dropbox what we're seeing is quarter one non-gap earnings per share were 17 cents which actually beat by four cents and like i said dropbox is a video i did yesterday and i was pretty happy of what i saw um, revenue for this company was $455 million. So you can see this is a very small company, but with very small companies, you usually see very high growth. This company saw 18% revenue growth compared to the same time last year. Now, if we are seeing about this, the only thing I really wanted to take a look at from here, I, I do talk about this mainly in my other video, but gross margins, this company has very strong gross margins of 78.3%. And this is pretty much a software company. So normally software companies have gross margin, have high gross margins, but it is increasing compared to the same time last year. Last year was 75%, now it's 78%. So that's really good news. And that's um and and just like I said, that revenue growth. If we take a look here, this company last year grew about in 2019, revenue grew about 20% compared to 2018. In 2018, it grew about 25%. In 2017, it grew about 31%. So we can see this company's revenue growth is pretty strong and it's still strong. Like I said, this quarter saw about a 19 point something revenue growth, um, 18%, so close to 20%. So this company still has some nice double digits, high teens, low 20s growth in revenue. And with such a low market cap, it's something that, that's definitely grabbing my attention. Next, let's take a look at this company's valuation. Now, this company has a different, this is more of a growth company. So for a growth company, I wasn't expecting much of a, of a PE ratio, but forward PE ratio for this company is 
about 25 two years from now so 25 even for me i still think it's pretty cheap for a company that's giving that's giving double digit growth double yeah double digit growth in revenues and has a, high, a very high profit gross gross profit margins all right and so for growth companies what i tend to take a look at is forward price to sales ratio forward price to sales ratio i tie i for my investment like i said right in, each investor is probably different and everybody has their own type of numbers that they follow maybe someone might see that 4p ratio of 25 it might be like damn jose that's actually pretty expensive you're a fool for getting into that um but like i said every investor is different and these are just my opinions next let's take a look um like i mentioned so for growth companies i tend to look at forward price to sales ratio so normally i don't like to pay over 10 forward price to sales ratio on a company so this company had about 4.5 so to me it tells me okay it's definitely it's somewhere okay valued and with that forward pe ratio and this company being a strong growth might as well enter position so i decided to enter into into dropbox next we're gonna take a look at spotify and spotify for this company i've actually just entered so if we take a look at my entry position most of my entry positions my biggest positions were at about 145 146 147 i did enter a little bit at 148 but i'm still up on my on my right now it's at 152 like i said these are stocks that are meant to hold for for years so i don't really care if it dropped two percent if it went up two percent three percent but obviously at the end of the day it's still a little nice to see the company continue to go up so if we take a look at the past six months this company um compared to where it was at this company is up about 10%. So this is another company that's providing returns to its investors. So I'm pretty happy about that. I'm very bullish in just the voice segment. And I think Spotify is one of those companies that will be able to, to really grab, grab, to grab the market in there. Right now, this company does have a little bit higher market cap than the other companies I've seen minus IBM. Um, but this has a market cap of about $30 billion. Um, so let's take a look at this company's earnings results. This company's quarter one earnings per share were a loss of negative 20 cents. So like I said, this is a very heavy growth company. And normally with this, you, you see a little bit of loss in, in earnings per share. This company's revenue is was $1.85 billion, and it was up 22% compared to the same time last year. So this company is making at least is making close to $2 billion and is still seeing double-digit growth in the low 20s, which I think is pretty impressive. So next, if we take a look at just some of the highlights for their earnings, they saw they saw increase in monthly active users, they saw increase in premium subscribers, they saw increase in ad supportive revenue, and obviously Spotify is one of those companies that has taken a huge a huge gain due to the COVID nineteen. A lot more people are working from home and are probably listening to Spotify. But what I I feel the consumer again, this is just my uh, my opinion. Consumer once they get hooked into something, especially a recurrent thing it's very hard for them to to drop out of it especially if it's a few dollars so i think in the long run this is still gonna help out the company um, and they're still gonna continue to progress if we take a look at this company's revenue growth in 2019 this company grew 28 percent in 2018 again another 28 percent in 2017 it grew 38 percent so we can see this company has high uh, has a nice double digit growth in the high 20s and sometimes even in the mid 30s and like i mentioned revenue this quarter grew about 22 percent so it does seem like a very strong company growth wise 
And that's the main reason I entered this company. I wanted to diversify a bit my portfolio and also enter growth companies. I think at the moment I was pretty much just looking for big giants that were growing a bit, but now I also want to invest in companies that are huge growers. Uh, let's take a look forward pe ratio for this company is pretty low this company is not expected to make any money in the next two years but we can see the amount of money lost is getting pretty pretty good by december 2021 this is company is expected to be at least flat which is actually pretty good news and then let's take a look at this company's forward price to sales ratio this company's forward price to sales ratio for december 2021 is 2.5 so again to me i consider that a low valuation for the amount of revenue this company will be collected and that that to me is actually pretty impressive finally the last stock we're going to take a look at is kre and kre is going to be pretty simple this is a etf that's pretty much following the banking segment i did do a video about bank of america and i forget what other banks i did and i'm pretty bullish on the bank sector but let me be honest the banking 10q reports are horrible or boring to look at so i instead just went on into the overall banking invest the banking etf because look the whole banking sector has taken a huge hit of about 35 percent so this is actually pretty crazy. I do think the banking sector right now is in a strong position and with the government. The government, uh, in my opinion, is going to be very, it's going to be a very low chance of them letting banks fall, especially with banks, with, with the CARE Act actually being used by the banks and bank, banks actually making money from it, which I think, is, which is completely a different moral situation but in a business sense um it helps out banking companies as well positions are all banks so they have first bank they have jp morgan bank of america and all these banks are only like two percent one percent of things so it's pretty much the whole financial banking sector so that's pretty much it i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let me know what you guys thought what companies are you buying what what are the past companies that you have bought in the past three months in the past three weeks and also guys don't forget to subscribe thumbs up i appreciate the support and if you guys want me to if you guys want me to do any company analysis on any company make sure to post in the comments so let me know be like hey jose do a company do a do a do this company and i will gladly do it if i have the time so take care guys and have a good night